Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Dan and Joe Sports Show. As always, I'm Dan. Yeah, I'm Joe. And Joe, uh, previewing the big matchups we have in the NFL this weekend, let's start with the matchup between the grizzled veterans of Aaron Rodgers of the Packers and Tom Brady of the Bucs. Um, Joe, I think the biggest factor in this game is the weather that you're going to have in Green Bay. Not only is this Tampa Bay team uh, based out of South Florida and Tampa and their players are constantly playing in the heat that you experience in Florida, most of the big stars they have on their team are guys that played college football and most of their professional career in warm weather. When you look at Ronald Jones, who's a USC player, Leonard Fournette from LSU, Mike Evans, who's been with the Bucs his entire career and played at College Station, Texas at A&M. Really outside of uh, Tom Brady, who, of course, played in New England and has been in many, many cold-weather snow games, you don't have a lot of experience playing in these adverse conditions for the Bucs, and that's a concern for me. No, it really is. Um, I think it's going to be difficult for them also because you practice all week in South Florida – Maybe they get there a few days early, you know, run some drills. But it kind of reminds me a lot of that year that the Saints had to go to Chicago to take on the Bears in the NFC Championship game. And you could tell that that cold weather definitely affected them. I know that Tom Brady's played a lot of cold weather games, but I just think it's got to be a factor in this matchup. And then additionally, anytime you're on the road in the NFL playoffs, you've got to be able to run the football. And I have concerns about the running back depth chart and the health of Ronald Jones specifically. He was limited in practice all week. If he's unable to go, it really limits um, their number of running backs. and kind of puts them in a situation where Brady is forced to throw the football 40 to 50 times and not play an efficient game and also probably be more willing or prone to throw an interception if you throw the ball that many times. And conversely, Aaron Rodgers, you look at his season this year, he had a 48-5 to touchdown-to-interception ratio. I mean, that's just otherworldly. If he keeps that up with the running game with Aaron Jones, with Devontae Adams and company at receiver, everything is just so balanced, Dan. And then we talked about it earlier, the defense for Green Bay has made some strides this year. They have some playmakers on that side of the football. They don't have to do too much. Tom Brady, I think, feels like he almost has to have a Herculean effort to be able to win this game. Aaron Rodgers just does not have that kind of pressure. Joe, you know who I think the biggest player in this game is? It's not going to be someone that's going to get brought up a lot leading up to it this week on ESPN. But I think Zadarius Smith can make a huge impact in this game for the Packers with his pass rush. Uh, we know that the cold weather affects arms, especially of older players, a lot. It takes a little bit of the zip out. If Brady gets some pressure from someone like Zadarius Smith, that could cause some turnovers. And I look for him applying a little bit of pass pressure, being a big part of this game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Smith has just had a Pro Bowl caliber season. He's been one of the better pass rushers in the league this year. And so I think his impact can be definitely profound. And I think ultimately the Packers are going to win this game. You kind of get the feeling that the Buccaneers last week were lucky to win in New Orleans. They were not the better team. 
But I don't even you know know if the Saints could have won this game against the Packers either. I don't think you so. You just kind of feel like that the Packers, when they got home field advantage, we said it last month, we felt that they were going to be the team that could make it to the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers has never um, previously hosted an NFC championship game. So having the game in his house in the cold weather, that's a huge advantage. And he's playing at such a great level right now. I mean, he talked about his uh, TD to INT ratio. That play that he made last week against the Rams, the rushing touchdown he had, where he double faked the guy out and then got in the corner of the end zone, that's one of the greatest plays I've ever seen by a veteran quarterback. It was amazing. You could just see that his knowledge of the game and his anticipation of what players can do is on a completely different level than almost any quarterback we've ever seen. Oh, yeah, it's unbelievable, Dan. And you look at every year that he's in the playoffs, he always puts out performances like that. The years that he's lost in the playoffs is usually like a heartbreaking loss. I feel like one thing that he and Drew Brees have had in common is how many gut-wrenching losses they've had to endure. Like you think about the NFC Championship game loss um, for Aaron Rodgers with um, against Seattle in 2014, or um, I want to say uh, they, they've had, I'll say this, they've had two or three playoff losses, I feel like, that have been lost in the final play of the game. Yeah, no, definitely. And, and, you know, getting that second Super Bowl for Aaron Rodgers puts you in a rarefied air. I think a lot of the guys that you consider the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game, they almost need to get that second one to justify their placement there. And so I think that's a big thing for Aaron Rodgers to get his second Super Bowl this year. And I think he at least gets there. I like the Packers in this game. Uh, I'm completely with you. I think the Bucs were lucky to win that game against the Saints, and mostly that was due to Drew Brees' being a little bit over the hill and having a bad quarterback game right there. Um, I don't think that they're going to adapt very well to the weather. And right now this Packers team, from Aaron Rodgers' excellent play to Devontae Smith showing up as a primetime wide receiver to a very improved defense that's underrated, and with a running back in Aaron Jones that's one of the better running backs in the league right now, this this Packers team is very tough, and I think they got a great chance to even win the Super Bowl. And I, I also think that the Saints wouldn't have been able to beat the Packers. I think I like the Packers by 14 to 17 points. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that the Packers win this game 31 to 14. Okay. You kind of feel like, you know, everybody's gonna talk about the Brady Aaron Rodgers matchup. But if this had happened 10 years ago, you know, it'd be different, even five years ago. And I know Brady had a great season. You know, he threw for like 4,500 yards at the age of 43. But still, at this stage of his career, with this team going on the road in frigid conditions, to me, that just spells a lot of trouble. And I feel like we're concentrating on the Brady Rodgers matchup more by reputation only mm-hmm. and not necessarily by realistic production. And I feel like, to your point, when we get there on Sunday and watch the game, the Packers are just going to kind of take it to them and expose the fact that the Buccaneers this year had some flaws. They never really got things together, you know, early in the season with a truncated training camp and off season, and they'll probably be exposed this week. And the Packers will probably win this game pretty comfortably. I'm going to go Packers, um, I'll say 38 to uh, 17, kind of similar to you, kind of pretty lopsided. Uh, maybe the Buccaneers kind of keep it close early. The only chance, Dan, that I'm concentrating on for the Buccaneers to maybe keep them in this game a little bit 
is they did have one of the best rushing defenses in the NFL. Mm -hmm. If they can bottle up Aaron Jones, that could help him out. Because ultimately, I think Aaron Rodgers is just playing at such a good level this year. Yeah, I think that even if you stop Aaron Jones, the way that Aaron Rodgers is playing right now, he'd still get the win. Now, maybe it won't be a 17 to 21 point spread, but Aaron Rodgers is good enough on his own to get it done. Now, speaking of quarterbacks that are good enough to get it done, we switch over to the AFC Championship game. Uh, Patrick Mahomes uh, went out and, and really terrified us and for anybody that wanted to see the Chiefs advance. And luckily enough, they have the best coach in the business, and Andy Reid, who really showed a lot of uh, a lot of belief and in uh, his backup quarterback and Chad Henney, and called just an excellent game after Mahomes got hurt. The good news is we get to see the Chiefs at their full strength as Mahomes returns from this concussion, taking on a Bills team that, for a lot of the season, was one of the best teams in the NFL, who surprised Joe and I with a really great victory over a Ravens team that both of us thought were a Super Bowl-worthy team. Oh, absolutely. The Bills have immensely impressed me how they've just gotten better and better this year. And you look at their last stretch of the season, Dan, I think they're on like a seven- or eight-game winning streak. Their only loss in the last span of, I think, two months was that Hail Mary or Hail Murray loss to <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals back in November. I mean, they've just been playing unbelievably lately. Josh Allen is probably a top three finisher this season in the MVP candidacy with the type of season he had, 37 touchdowns, I think, to only 10 interceptions. What concerns me about Buffalo going on the road here is their lack of a running game. Mm -hmm. For me, it's even worse than the Buccaneers because Zach Moss, their um, talented rookie running back, he's out for the rest of the playoffs. He got injured against Indianapolis. And Devin Singletary, he's a capable running back, but I just don't think he can carry the load every single down. That, that's going to be tough. I think he's going to kind of get worn out. And so I see a scenario where you're going to see the Buffalo offensive coaching staff forced into a pickle where they'll actually try to run Josh Allen more than he needs to run, especially in red zone situations. And I think that that's – going to force Allen to not only run the football a lot, but probably also have to throw it 40 to 50 times to give a Buffalo a chance. Whereas uh, Patrick Mahomes, you know, he'll be able to relax more. It's, it's kind of eerily similar somewhat to the NFC Championship game as far as neither Aaron Rodgers nor Patrick Mahomes really has to do that much, I think, to win those games. Whereas I feel like Tom Brady – and Josh Allen just had to play out of their minds, and then they, their team still might lose. Yeah, I think that, that is very apt right there. The Bills, they're, they're weak at the running back spot, even less, I think, depth than what the Bucks have. They really need Zach Moss to be out there. And the thing is, Josh Allen has had a great season. He has won games himself. But this is one where he is going to have to win a game himself against the best quarterback in the NFL. That's a, that's a tall task right there. And the Bills have improved their playmaking capabilities. Of course, they have Stephon Diggs right now, who, of course, was the Saints killer from a couple years ago with the, the Minneapolis Miracle. Really great, great wide receiver who's, I think, even gotten better for the Bills. Uh, I think Dawson Knox is playing very high level for Ole Miss at, at the tight end position for the Bills. But you look at it, I mean, you compare the playmakers the Bills have with what I mentioned to the Chiefs where it's just across the board when you're talking Travis Kelsey, 
Uh, when you're talking, uh, you know, uh, Tyreek Hill, and of course, uh, you know, you have Sammy Watkins, and you just go down the list of all these great wide receivers they have, Nicole Hardiman, and it just makes it easy for Mahomes. Now, he doesn't have uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire to help out in the running game. But Darrell Williams has been playing some pretty solid football. I was impressed with what he did against the Browns. That's kind of a, a really good journeyman running back who you see him like he does a lot of stuff when people are out. And he never does a poor job. So I don't think that even the, the rushing attack is going to be a big deal for the Chiefs. I know they'd like to have Hilaire, but I think Darrell Williams is a very serviceable backup. Well, to that point, what I would say is that last year they won a Super Bowl really without an every-down running back. They had Damian Williams, I think, was their starter in the Super Bowl. He actually had a pretty good Super Bowl performance, but it was pretty much just Patrick Mahomes throwing to wide receivers through the first couple rounds of the playoffs. And so, you know, they're probably going to be expected to do that again. And because they've done it before, I don't see why they can't. No, and you got to think that Mahomes coming off that injury is going to have a great game. And I wanted to, to recap that for a second with you, Joe. I've heard some people accuse Mac Wilson of the Browns of doing a dirty hit on that play. I didn't really think that was a dirty hit. And, of course, I'll be the first one, if it's a former Alabama player, to call him out about doing something dirty. And I didn't think that that was a dirty hit at all by Mac Wilson. I just thought that was an unfortunate end to that play. I thought that was clean. So... With that being said, definitely like the Chiefs in this game. And as always, I'm Dan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think it was uh, just unfortunate. And I'm, just, I'm glad just – and I'm Joe. <laughs>